Okay, so yesterday I promised to do with you a piece of Mishnah Sarbaran from Rabban Kotler. So I'm going to try to do that today. But basically, we, when we are tackling the sugya of COVID, to understand it well, the Masil Sasharim only brought us the negative side to Kavod. And how COVID could get into your intentions and avoid this Hashem. But because of this, we decided to explore the whole Indian of Kavod. And the first step that we realize is that there has to be Kavod. A person needs Kavod, but he needs a healthy Kavod. Healthy. Now we're going to see, we didn't even get to the part yet of understanding how a person needs recognitions from the people around him. This we're going to get to soon. That's when we're going to deal with the Chazal of Loi Nohagu Kavod Zebazeh. The Talmud and Rabbi Kiva did not give the proper respect to each other. We also know from the Mishnah, Masechet Avot, that it's extremely important to be mechabed people because Ezehu Mechubad, HaMechabedet HaBereyot. So giving Kavot to others is a very important thing, which we're going to learn. But the first step of the sugya, the olive base of the sugya is, in order to have the healthy Kavot and the true Kavot, and not to get taken by the Yetzirah to go to the Kavod HaMedume, we want to understand that the first step is that a person has to know how to give himself Kavod. That's step number one, okay? So I'm just going to read you quick, actually, from Rab Nassim Vachtvegel for a second, and then we're going to go to the Rabbaran, where they see this concept, very important concept, right? So it's a huge piece in Rab Nassim, so I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'll read you a little clip here and there, Okay? So he's talking about Vitzavet Yoshua Benun Vayoyma Chazak Veametz. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is giving Chizuk to Yoshua Benun before he comes the leader of Klal Yisrael, right? So he explains. Mavad Ho Shetzorcha Adam Liten Erech Haraul Chol Davar Ul Chol Adam. It's not enough that a person has to. Be able to see the value of things and people. It's not enough to see the value in others. He has to see the value of himself. He will not be able to be matzliach if he doesn't know his own value. Yeshua benun. Mesharet Moshe. We know Yeshua Benun used to take care of the base medrash and he used to fix the tables and the chairs for the learners, right? Thank you. And that's why he became the manik of Yisrael. Because the more he served his Rebbe, actually served him, not just learned by him, he served him. And the more he took care of his yeshiva, and the more he made sure that the yeshiva was running properly, right? So he was a big masharet. He was a gabai of Moshe Rabbeinu, right? And that's why he was zoichet to everything he got. Right? He brings out chazal. But then Reb Nossin says, He gufa asiba shebeshvil hutzuch lechazka v'lamsay. Nivchaliyot ha-manik lo'im ne-ga'onusay b'teir v'lo'im ne-charifusay. He wasn't chosen as the manik of Israel because he was the bomb, best, most powerful, 
learner at the generation, right? Shneel ben Kenaz was bigger than him in learning. Hashem was worried that maybe he will lose his confidence because people will not see in him his value because they didn't see him as the bomb guy of the base Medrash. Right? Do me a favor, give me a Masechet Avot. I just read this to remind me something big. Right behind me, we have a Masechet Avot. Right? And not only that people won't see his value as a Manig Yisrael, V'afilo b'nei atz, b'nei atz, mo yitachen shlo yamarach atz, m'kerko haram. U'memele lo yatzleach b'teras Manig, and then he won't see his own value. So he's saying a very deep point here. If there's a chashash, that the people around you, will not see your proper value. Because remember, you're taking over Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is their bomb. Can't get bigger than that. Right? So now you have Moshe Rabbeinu. And Yeshua's taking him over. Now, there was people that were bigger than Yeshua Benun in learning. Right? Obviously, when Yeshua Benun was, was given the, the job to become the Manic Israel, he was also given the smarts. And the Kalim to do it, for sure. But he wasn't famous for that. So people are going to say, ah, he's the Manik. There's people that are more qualified than him, right? They're going to see him in a negative way. They're not going to see his value. Okay? So so because of that, Hashem had to give him chizik to know his value. you got to know your value. If you don't know your value, you're not going to be matzlech. Now, while I'm reading this from Nassim, it reminded me of a vort, powerful, powerful word that I saw brought down the Sefer in the name of Rabbi Isaac Sher. You've heard about him around here if you come to the Vaden often enough, Lati. Right? Rabbi Isaac Sher from Slabotke. From the biggest, most unbelievable Balei Musa who had a tremendous understanding in the Kachas HaNefesh HaOdom. Huge. Okay? So, this is, he says a pshat in the Mishnah. It's not recorded in his svarim. I saw it brought in a different sefer. That the machaber of that sefer says, Shamati. I heard this from Rabbi Zekshe. So this is a vort, Mipi Hashmua, from a machaber who heard this from Rabbi Zekshe, but it's a powerful vort. You ready? It says in the Mishnah, Masek Nesavot, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Zayin. Nitai Ha'arbeili Oimer. Stay far away from a bad neighbor. And do not become friendly with a Russia. So Rabbi Isaac is on a few points here. He says, first of all, number one, when it comes to a Rasha, it doesn't say you can't be his neighbor. It just says you can't be his friend. So you have a person who's a Russia, can't be his friend. You can be his neighbor. You can get close. Not too close. Not the closeness of friendship. But you can get close. That means that the spiritual danger that comes from a Rosha mainly comes from the hischapus of the Rosha. The friendship. When it says Shachem, 
Shachen Ra, which we're going to define in a minute, whatever that means. A Shachen Ra, bad neighbor. It's worse. Can't just not have a friendship with the Shachen Ra. You can't be near him. Harchek. Far. Move five blocks away. Don't cross paths with him in the street. Don't cross paths with him in shul. Be part of a different base Knesset, you know? So what is this Shochan Ra that requires such a herchek, which is different than a Russia? Secondly is Medayik. It doesn't say in the Mishnah, Hisrachek, that you should become far from him. Rather, Harchek means make as many people far away from him as possible. Keep people away from this guy. So what is this guy? What is this Shochan Ra that we're talking about? Why is he so spiritually dangerous that he's worse than a Russia? That a Russia is only spiritually dangerous with the friendship with him. Got it? You hear the kasha? Bombe kasha. Tashomea. Zok Isaac share as follows. He says a Shochen Ra is a critical person with negative thinking, who looks down at you, doesn't see your milas, only points out your problems, only sees the negativity in people, He's a person that's able to destroy your self-esteem and self-worth. And that guy is more dangerous for you spiritually than the guy who's a bum. You're not going to learn so much from the bum unless you're his friend. But this guy's not a bum. That's not his, his, he's not a Russia. He's a Shochen Ra. Shochen Ra means a bad neighbor the way he touches Shochen Ra mean to be. He's a person who is a negative person. So when he, when he shmooze with him in shul, he puts out this negativity in the rabbis and this thing and everything is wrong and then he's also critical on you and he gives you, uh, a lot of criticism not in the right way where he puts you down and makes you feel insecure. That guy is dangerous because once he cracks the person's uh, self-esteem, we'll be talking out to me, and understanding his value, the man has no chance to succeed spiritually at all. You see that a lot. You see people that were bullied or put down or lived in a home that the parents were very critical and whatever different things. The kids are really in bad shape in the Ha'arochas Atzmi and Bitochan Atzmi and they have, they can't strike. It's a lot of work to break that problem. So, that's what Rabbi Isaac Sheh is saying is very dangerous. You follow? Very, very dangerous. And this is something that we would talk about more barichas if we were giving a chinachvad on how careful we have to be with that. But I'll call him. This is a very, very important point. So if Yeshua Benun, if people are going to speak critically about him and they're not going to see his godless and they're not going to recognize his godless, that's ultimately going to go down to him. And if it's ultimately going to go down to him, that he himself won't know his own value and won't feel his own value and then he won't be a qualified leader. This is a novel pshat by Reb Nassad Okay? He says another chazal, there's tons over here, but he says another chazal. It says in the chazal, by the way, Reb Nassad Vachtweigl is swarm of moli moli chedushim nefloim v'neroim. Powerful. Okay? The way he teaches chazals is amazing. So he says, it says in the Medrash, Vayishma Ruvain. What happened by Ruvain? 
Ruvain decided he wanted to save his brother Yosef, right? So it says like this: Lunda Torah Derecharetz. When a person does a mitzvah, you should do it wholeheartedly and excited and happy, pumped. If Reuven would have known that Hashem was writing about him in the Torah, and Reuven heard, if he would have known that the Torah is going to write about it, he would have put Yosef Atzadik on his shoulder and carried him back to his father. Then the Medrash continues. If Aaron Akoyan, when he went out to see, to greet Moshe Rabbeinu, after Moshe Rabbeinu was chosen as the leader, Aaron went out and the Torah says that he was happy in his heart. He was happy for his brother. He wasn't jealous. He wasn't angry. But if he would have known that the Torah would have wrote that about him, he would have went out with musicians. Same thing about boyas. That he gave them, he gave Rus and Naomi food. It would have said that he would have gave, if he would have known the Torah would have wrote about it, he would have gave them fattened cows. Mivur. Says Rav Nelson, "Ava bishur Ruvain va'Aaron uboyas osu dover godel v'scharam rav." Even though they did massive mitzvah, and they got a tremendous schar for what they did, they didn't reach the perfection of the deed. V'nitvin alzeh. So he says, "Why is that? What's the tviy? The tviy is that they didn't have proper understanding of the value of what they were doing." Massive pshat. If they would have valued what they do, they would have did it better. Massive pshat. You learn Gemara. You go to Yeshiva, right? You go to Yeshiva. Why are you not doing it besimcha, belev sholem, with a pump, with a energy? Why not? Because you don't know the value of what you're doing. Now, here's a deep part. The, the Rav is saying a very deep point. It's not that you don't know the value of Torah. Let's say you know the value of Torah. You don't know the value of your Torah. Yeah, that's a deep point. People think that if they learn Nefesh HaChaim Shahad right, which talks about the value of Torah, they'll learn better. No, 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 no. That's not enough. You have to know the value of your Torah. My Torah? I can barely say my own Pshat. Once a year, maybe they forced me to give a Chabura and the rabbi taught me half of it. You know? My Torah. Who wants to hear my Torah? What's so valuable about my Torah? What's so valuable of my development in Yeshiva as a, being a special person in Klal Yisrael? You understand? Ilu Yoda, each one of us, you should know, that this is Chazal, say, that, that Chazal, he doesn't bring down to it. Basically, my life, your life, all of our lives are recorded. Written. It's written down. And Mashiach and Eliyahu they write up the Torah, says in Chazal. And basically, after Yemoyisa Mashiach, after El Mabon, when we go to the next world, there's going to be a fat Torah. Big fat Torah. In the fat Torah, it's going to talk about me and you in that Torah too. What's the Amkis? 
The Amkis is that every single person in the world is writing Torah. Because we all have tests, right? So let's say I have a test, and for me, in my life, if I do chesed, it brings out a certain, since I overcame my challenges to do it, and it came out in a certain way, it brought a certain light of understanding in the Midas HaChesed that could only be lived through me. See, Torah is a living thing. So people have to live Torah. When you live Torah, it brings a certain light of understanding of Torah. Right? Let's say you read a book, for example. Let's say you read a book that talks about humility. Right? Okay, you learned about humility. But then when you see a hakam, who the whole world is eating out of his hands, you know, and he is so humble even though. So that gives you a greater understanding of what it means, humility, because you see it lived in a live way, right? So his life is taught out. It's a pirush ala And his life is written and recorded in a book. And one day we study it. So Ilu Yoda, if you knew that your life is being recorded to be studied as Torah, and your development as a person is extremely important because you're going to be a figure of Torah, then you're going to do things differently. You're going to learn Belay Shalom. You're going to use your time in yeshiva like a who knows what, right? So why don't you do that? Because you don't have self-respect. I have respect for the Torah. When the Sefer Torah comes out, I kiss it. When I see a rabbi, I kiss his hand. I have a lot of respect for Torah, but I don't have self-respect. My Torah is not so important. My opinions in Torah are not so important. I don't think my opinions in Torah are so important. Because I have no self-respect. So you see how Rabnosan is saying self-respect is a key point and component to succeeding. Now again, we have to learn the whole sugya. Because when we start becoming self-centered and self-respect, we may, the Yitzhara may get a hold of that. We gotta learn the sugya. The sugya of the balance, how it works. But step number one is we're lacking a lot of self-respect and self-confidence and be talking out to me, lots of it, in this generation especially. Because in this generation they only give respect to superstars. If you're a superstar, you're a something. If you're not a superstar, you're a nothing. So that's a crazy situation that, that affects us, okay? Let me see if I need you one last one here. One, he has tons here, tons. One last one, right? He quotes the Messias Yesharim over here in Perak Yutes. A Perak that we're coming up to soon, but an hour pace we'll get there next year. Okay? So now he says like this. He's talking about that a person has to always feel for the honor of Hashem. And he has to feel tsa'ar, pain. And he has to always desire redemption. And then the Messiah Sashon writes, listen to these words. Ready, Grazi? If a man says, Who am I? He's the only place the Mesil Sashram talks like this. Who am I that 
that my prayer should make a difference. So he says, Chuvosoi Betsidoi. Lefichach Nivra Odom Yechidi. A person is not allowed to have that attitude. He has to see, remember what it says in Chazal, that I have the ability to validate the creation and make it run. I have that ability. And my avoid is extremely important. And if my avoid is missing, then the world is missing. There's something in the world that's not running correctly. And even if Hashem is not going to listen to your tefillah because it's not the time yet, or he may use the for some other reason, right? But still, it doesn't matter. He goes on and on. But the way Reb Nossin explains this Masil Sisharim is, the tefillah on the person is not that he didn't daven. The tefillah on the person is why he didn't daven. Because he doesn't understand his value. This is fake anova. See how amazing the Yitzhah is? What happened to you remarkable today? Atzlus. Ay, 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 who am I? Also, big anav, you big anav. I tell no anav, I tell balgaiva gamur. But if anova is, uh, works for you to help you get out of stuff, helps you get out of avoida, you play the anova card. You see how foolish we are? We, we fall for ourselves. We, we have crooked thinking. Crooked thinking. And we really convince ourselves, like not chayek. <coughs> But your steer of Inayubay, your contradiction within yourself. We live with that contradiction because it works for now. But a person who has true Arocha Atzmi says him Nasan He is a different, different Ayvid Hashem. And this is something that we have to get clear. We didn't even get to Rabaran today. But we have to get this clear. I'm not rushing because this is something that we have to get clear. Bochum today do not understand their value. And because they do not understand their value, they are not productive. Poshatazak. And the reason why you don't understand your value is because the Yetzirah doesn't want you to understand your value. Because if you understand your value, you'll be a different guy. He don't want you to know your value. Not at all. And he brings you all kinds of superficial evidence that you have no value. You think anybody wants to hear your Torah? You can barely read Gemara. No one's interested in hearing your pshat. It's an undeveloped pshat, you know? What's so choshev about your learning? There's seven billion learners. 
You go to BMG, you see these guys, their mom is ripping it up. So, ha'olam lo hasen. The world is not lacking whether you learn or you don't learn. Doesn't matter. Right? You start to feel like that. Maybe if I go to business, I'll make some money and then maybe I'll have some chashivas because then I'll give donations and then people will respect me and rabbis will know my name and my name will be on buildings and I'll be discussed in all the coffee rooms across Klal Yisrael and then, uh, okay, maybe then I'll have a missile value. So either I'm going to be a poisek hador, a rosh Hashiva, or a millionaire. I wanted it to. I, in the middle, it's a lobishvili, you know. So that's the crazy world we live in, that everything has to be a superstar and everything has to be in the papers and everything needs to have lights and cameras, you know. Right? All that is to make that you don't have value. All that. And we saw earlier from Rabbi Isaac Sheh that it's such a chiddush. It's worse to be around people who don't know your value. Listen to this. It's worse to be around people who don't know your value for your ruchnias. It's more damaging for your ruchnias than to be around the rishayim. Yeah? If a guy's a rasha, he's a bum. So don't be his friend. Al-Tishabel rasha. Don't be his friend. But you can be his neighbor. Not so damaging. But a guy who's critical and negative and puts you down or doesn't see your value, he's more dangerous for your spirituality that you gotta run away from him. Gotta run away from him. If you're in a yeshiva, that the yeshiva doesn't see you as a man who's gonna be grown up with a wife and kids and grandchildren and great grandchildren, who's gonna be the spiritual leader of his home, who's going to make a tremendous impact on society while you're a little kid. If your Rebbe can't see that in you, run away from that yeshiva. Because he doesn't see your value. Has to see your value. You have to be around people that see your value. Because when you're around people that see your value, then you produce. Because the negative way of seeing your worth will affect the way you see your own worth. And the way you see your own worth is something extremely important. So again, we only took a small, tiny step in the sugya. But every step is significant. You have to follow every step. We didn't even get to Rabarn yet. So hopefully tomorrow we'll do Rabarn. We'll get every step in the sugya clear. Okay, let's stop here for today.